0: I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? And sitting in for special guest Michael Hutchinson is special guest Martin Bailey.
1: Hello, kids. This is Marty.
0: How are you doing today? Doing
1: all right. Doing all right.
0: Yeah, what's right. new and exciting?
1: Uh, saw some good movies. I uh, had a good Monsterpalooza. Palooza. It's a huge monster convention, horror convention. Uh, a couple weeks back, it
0: moved yeah. uh, from the Los Angeles Convention Center to no, Pasadena. They, no, it was Didn't Burbank.
1: It? it was like the Burbank Marriott. So oh, it like, really? It's growing. It's yeah, so, Pasadena
0: is much bigger. Oh yeah. Okay, it's I wasn't huge. sure where. Yeah. I thought I. Okay, so I moved yeah. to. It's in Pasadena now. Yeah. And, and it's ginormous. It's and uh, a quick explanation for those who don't know: what is Monster Palooza? Uh,
1: any any form of convention. There's the sci-fi conventions. There's Star Trek conventions. Uh, actually, Supernatural, I guess, is the only one that's really alive right now, which is hilarious. Um, but it's a horror convention, and this is basically uh, the guy that started it really just wanted to go on monsters so it's not like a specific horror which is smart so there's horror sci-fi drama anything to do with any form of monster um of any kind they're involved so there's artists from around the world that show up
0: so is trump speaking
1: movies uh did you see the trump people did you see the trump masks there was 17 different trump masks (laughs) and a person walking around there's three people walking around uh, they got really big publicity out of Monsterpalooza with Trump, Bernie, and Hillary.
0: Yeah, masks. I did. I did see yeah. some of that.
1: Um, so it's 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 a lot of masks and a lot of.
0: Uh, it's a it's um, a mini Comic Con focused on horror. Nerds. Pretty much,
1: yeah. It's uh, three days, mm-hmm. well, like two and a half days. Friday's only like five hours, um, but yeah, it's like all day Saturday and then all day Sunday, which is just you know, it's pretty crazy. It's it's a just saturday it just gets crazy of course and, you know just too many people
0: did you meet anybody exciting
1: um i got to it's weird it's like uh, being a fan of this kind of uh genre of, of the monster world um are it, you
0: a fan of horror or are you a fan of monster movies all of them
1: i mean my, my favorite movie of all time is jaws so from jaws so that would of, be a monster yeah, movie yeah it's that's the to me that's the ultimate monster movie okay um Anyway, like, uh, just being a fan via social media and all this kind of stuff, it just needs to go to these places and actually meet these people. I'm not much of a star fucker. um, But it's kind of cool hanging out, talking to, saying hi, shaking hands, all that kind of stuff to, you know, some people that you admire, some people that you follow. Like, you know, Guillermo del Toro, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like he was walking around. And Mm -hmm. I just, like, I literally walked in turned one corner mm-hmm. and he's standing there and he's talking to somebody i just went over and i said you know hi thank you for your amazing movies he kind of giggled and he's like just wait for the next five years and, and that was his reply for
0: our audience that, that doesn't know what is his uh movie. pan's
1: labyrinth and several other that's to me that's one of the ultimate horror movies you ever love pan's created. labyrinth huh? it's one of the best ever it's yeah. absolutely one of the best ever because it's fantasy it's horror it's drama it's war you know, it's it's a kid story, you know, it's it's a little bit of very and that's that's why I like it. And um the gore is great and the mm-hmm. monsters are you know, Doug Jones and those people are Doug Jones does a lot of the monsters and like Hellboy, um he's he's the guy in blue, mm. you know. Um but yeah, I mean Hellboy, like any any of those kind of things and I just uh I don't know, I've always admired him. I, I just think he's he has a great vision, you know, he had a very strange childhood. And he thought of these things. You know, what was his strange childhood? Well, he he thought like Pan's. I mean, La- Pan's
0: labyrinth. <laughs> it's funny that you say your like, Pan's labyrinth's a bizarre movie. So to say, he had a really strange childhood. Pan's like, what is labyrinth,
1: it? four of the monsters and the butterfly creatures uh-huh. he dreamed of when he was six and seven years old, and he would draw that stuff. So when you would go to school, when I went to school, and I would draw for the teachers or whatever, right? It was you know chicken scratch, and no, that was you. Chicken scratch and I could barely you know draw a house and I can't I can still not even draw a person Uh and he's sitting here drawing monsters and a full movie and you know a full you know show in his head he would actually draw out so some of his art which uh he's been showing over the last few years he's like oh yeah I made that model I was like 11 Uh and you're like at 11 I you know I was playing kickball so it's just like you, you know some artists and some people are just like wow when you're driven and when you have, you well,
0: know, you could have joined the National Kickball League. It just I, I could you know, have things just I, I
1: think back then you probably there probably would you know was one and I probably could have done very well.
0: Uh, he directed um, you know like Chronos, Mimic, Devil's Backbone, Blade Two. Yes,
1: Blade Weird. Two, which is actually ironically the best of the three, Well, four.
0: The or Blade four movies ones. aren't bad, no. but it's just kind of funny yeah. that uh, he directed well, a part he two like, to something he was because like, of who he is. But yeah. I well then you know Blade Two, Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth, and then Hellboy Two because he did Hellboy One, um, Pacific Rim. It's kind of funny that's a that's his stuff. Uh, that's a, all all his popcorn monsters, throwaway popcorn movie. All of that stuff. Is um, but his Pacific World. Rim was fun and yeah. Crimson Peak. I haven't seen Crimson Peak.
1: Crimson Peak was pretty fun. I, it, it was uh, pretty interesting. It was the creepy house. Uh, the girl from Alice in Wonderland is it like it's her movie.
0: All right, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it, it was good. But, I mean, again, you just go to Pan's Labyrinth and you just watch that and you're like, I'm just, I'm still fascinated you could, with it.
0: You know, you were talking about his childhood. You could say the same about Spielberg, though, because Spiel, Spielberg yeah. was you yeah. know, doing that sort of stuff.
1: I mean, that's the thing. It's like when certain people are driven to do certain things, a lot of people, you know, oh, it's like, oh, I'm going to college. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, it's uh, some people just do other things. Um,
0: when I was in kindergarten, you know, I drew pictures of naked people. I could imagine. Really bad, like boxy pictures. I could actually see. I could actually see. Vaginas were a triangle. Uh, uh, It was a triangle in between a girl's leg with uh, uh, the pencil, because all I had was pencil. Pencil would just be darkened in because it was just pubic hair. Because at that age, did, like.
1: Did you see one? Or it, it was. Just uh, your okay, so that would be. Did you be, see like a Playboy type of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. That's like 1980. You...
0: So when a girl stands right. up, you know, her her pubes, she's got full bush, so it makes like a little triangle yeah, you area need help. right there. You need to go. I did. You that was me as a turn. kid. So you can yeah. see how that. No, see, it's still. How that affected later. my life. Yeah, no, so, yeah. fucked up.
1: Um, and then I turned, you know, then I, t- I literally, at this Monster Palooza, I literally went from Ger- Guillermo Del Toro, I turned around Tom Zabini. Was there Tom Savini? If anybody watches any horror from the '80s on, he is the gore master. He created uh, the effects. He's, to, he's
0: a he's an effects uh, makeup a, effects or special
1: a, effects to to the extent of like if you saw something that was really bloody, really gruesome, really violent. Nine times out of ten, it was a Tom Savini uh, event. So if you look if you look up his stuff, he was like Friday Thirteenth. Of course, is the big one on uh, the and Dawn of the Dead. Uh, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, you know, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, Friday the 13th, that's your favorite horror movie of all time, I believe, right? No. No? Oh, no. I
1: thought it was. No. Um, I mean, it's up there. I mean, I think Friday the 13th is a really good movie. Um, it's really solid. It still works, which is great. Because he's, it's like, he's uh,
0: he showed up as an actor. And oh yeah, he's done acting, movies.
1: directing. He has a school now, you know, in Pittsburgh. Or just has, uh, yeah, like, makeup
0: Pittsburgh. artist. Uh, he did in 1980 alone. He did Friday the Thirteenth, a uh, movie called Effects and uh, Maniac.
1: Yeah, uh, Maniac is the part is the movie where he actually blows someone's head off completely. He makes a head he creep show. He made a head and shot it with a real shotgun. He did Friday the
0: Thirteenth, the final chapter,
1: and ninety percent of his stuff is cut out of the movie.
0: Is that the uh, is that the one where uh, Corey Feldman is making masks? Yes. I like that.
1: All one. that stuff that he makes is all Tom's. <laughs> of those masks are I so, like, like that when movie. you go to when he takes the guy to the room. That for movie no as a kid reason. had
0: uh, really. It, I, it opened up my imagination where I was like, I can make a mask. That's yeah. doable. Like yeah. up to that yeah. point. It was for me, like, uh, it was just this amazing thing that like machines or factories put out, and right. like people couldn't do that right. stuff. And I do distinctly remember watching that and going, People can make that shit? Yeah. That's actually doable. Yep. Um, of course, you know, it was whatever 1984, so I'm what, like nine years so,
1: old. So as a kid or as you know, a young adult or whatever, you go to these kind of conventions and you get to meet the people who make this stuff, right. And that's that's the reason I go is to see, uh, you know, whatever's whatever's like the next, you know, big, new, fun toy or...
0: Tom Savini Maybe. was in Django Unchained. Yeah. He played Tracker Chaney. <laughs> he was yeah. in the new Halloween movie in 2010. Yeah. His uh, role was killer. Killer. That's funny. Uh, he was yeah. in uh, Kevin Smith's Zack and Mary Make a Porno as Jenkins. He was yes. in Grindhouse. Anyway. He did
1: He did, he's done stuff for Kevin Smith, I, I believe, too. So. Well, he was in. Po- no, 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 but I mean, like. Kevin, oh, you know.
0: masks and maybe I mean, stuff yeah. for Dogma or whatever. So cool. So, so Monster Palooza.
1: That was Monster Palooza. Yeah, was Monsterpalooza. Um, and then there's a couple more coming up uh, this year, and I will have a booth in uh, July 30th and 31st in Orange County, California. Mm-hmm. I will have a booth, so.
0: For another horror convention. Yes, play it
1: by fear.com and we will have a booth.
0: Selling your wares. Yes.
1: Selling fun stuff. So uh to scare the bejesus out of people. That's that's what we want to do.
0: So if uh Friday the thirteenth is not your favorite horror movie. It, it's up there. I mean what, it's definitely what been, like, the top is your favorite horror
1: movie. Um I, I still go back to Jaws. I still think I mean Jaws oh, yeah, you did Jaws, Jaws and John Carpenter's the thing are my favorite movies. And then if you really look at him, like, if you watch him with, you know, people who've never seen him before or whatever, you know, it, do, it does scare the shit out of most people. And it's, like, of course, it doesn't really scare me anymore. Uh-huh. It, it more or less thrills me. And then it's just, like, you watch it every once in a while. And uh, I've seen it so many times. It doesn't scare me at all. But it's still just, like, you know, Rob Bottin did the special effects and the thing. And he's like a god. I mean, he literally is a god in the special effects world. He did the Howling, mm-hmm. and he did the thing, and he did several other movies. And you just sit there and you look at this stuff, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is just crazy!" Because mm-hmm. it was no CGI, none of this bullshit. There's no computers, no graphics. It's just a bunch of people in a room figuring out how to, you know, really freak your, you know the audience out. It was just, you know, their their kind of filmmaking. That's their storytelling, um, which I like. No offense to any CGI people or whatever. They just, I don't know, they can just do too many tricks. They can do too much now on computers.
0: Well, you just talked about that, Guillermo so much, and that's CGI like a motherfucker.
1: Uh, some of it is, and some of it isn't. Uh, yeah. He has a lot of practical effects, people on set. So Pacific because, Rim was a lot of... CGI. No, 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 no. Pacific, Well, Pacific Rim is a you know, $200 million movie. Right, right. You know, but even Pan, Pan's... Pan's was Labyrinth was like a $20 million movie. Tons,
0: tons of CGI in Pan's. I think there was... Well, no,
1: he has a whole team. But that's the other thing. It's like he has a team of visual effects people, mm-hmm. and they do both. They do the visual and practical, so which is always nice. So it's, yeah.
0: Your your top five horror movies are Jaws Jeez, and Jaws, Friday the and 13th, The Thing. The thing. Um, top five, what else is in there?
1: It would have to be Halloween. Uh, John Carpenter's Halloween, I think, Halloween. is still... Um, one, only because Halloween and Friday the 13th kind of just started like the whole... It, it, you know, when you can actually watch a movie and you're like, a whole genre is based on that movie, mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. So you have to give it props. And then you're like, well, at the end of the day, Halloween is still a pretty damn good movie. Mm-hmm. And same with Friday the 13th. It's just like, God, all the slasher movies, even today, you watch any form of slasher movie, it goes to Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, holy oh, shit, that's the beginning of it. Um so you have to you, you know you have to give it props and you have to sit there and go yeah that's a pretty damn impressive movie. But I mean I still like the classics. I mean I love Frankenstein. i watch that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the universal monsters are great. Right. It's unbelievably horrifying that Tom Cruise is going to be the mummy. I think it's just the absolute disgrace. It's going to be a piece of shit and I hope nobody goes and sees it. Wait, he's going to be he's going to be the mummy
0: in like a mummy monster. I thought he was they were redoing a 100
1: million dollar uh, movie with tom cruise i thought they were
0: the redoing the mummy movies with uh like the action movies with brendan Fraser. that's no. what i thought when i saw no, he's gonna be in the mummy i was like really they just made those movies like 10 years ago yeah,
1: the universal uh, uh universal classic
0: so everything back. that you've mentioned is our yeah. big mainstream movies they're not obscure um
1: i like some obscure obscure movies for certain reasons um uh but no it's i mean i love the romero movies i mean you know night of the living dead
0: again not that's not obscure those are so mainstream that was made for $30,000 over indie seven film Wait, you could say the same about uh it's Orson Welles's uh, Citizen big, Kane it was made for you know a few bucks a long time it's no. still a mainstream movie like no. like people point to that Well Night of No,
1: Night of Living Dead you can point to it it's still it's one of the originals but I don't I don't I, I don't I don't take it as what you just said no I think it's one of the best independent tiny films ever made
0: i've seen friday the 13th probably you know i don't know 100 times yes yeah. and uh, you know it's fun it's it's a, whatever it's a fun movie i, I haven't watched it in a oh, decade like Kevin, Kevin but growing up as yeah growing up as a, a kid with a vhs machine and you know we would record tapes yeah uh i would wear those things oh out. yeah oh, i, I oh, watched yeah. halloween and, yeah. and friday the 13th over and over and over um but it's weird, I, and I I have a you know I appreciate them. They're good movies. I mean, they they had a, a foundation, but my list of best horror movies mm-hmm. skews way more recent, mm-hmm. and I think in some cases more obscure. Like one of the best horror movies I absolutely love is Hostel. Okay, I think Hostel a fantastic movie, not just because of the torture porn. What I love about Hostel is they sat down and figured out the business of selling dicing people up. Right. No. And it works like like what the businessman, how everything, how the whole underground club works, how right. you would get your merchandise, like all of that, like mm-hmm. it's well thought out. Uh, I think Hostel's fantastic. I love Vacancy. Yes, uh, I think Vacancy. You know, it's done in a hotel. Um, it's uh, um, Luke Wilson and uh, gorgeous girl. Um, can't think of her name. Yeah. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate, yeah, that was better. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just Done small, very well. small Done very, cast, very well. yeah. and in a simple location, and it's,
1: and it's and it's fairly brutal. And it's I mean because it's you know it is a small movie, but it's it's a pretty it's a pretty damn scary. movie. There's not a lot of gore in it, but no, 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 yeah, no, no, because no, there's
0: there's definitely like this looming sense yeah. of rape and horrible torture and confinement. Yeah. Um, speaking of confinement, uh, sort of a horror movie, and now we get obscure. Uh, buried with Ryan Reynolds.
1: I can't watch it. So yeah, it's, that's I, a, why can't you watch it? Because that's one of like my little phobia type of like that's a weirdness. Uh, to me. So, so oh no 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 that's the thing. I've watched I've watched the movie. It's hard for me to watch it because of my like of, because like, of Blair, your phobia. Like, it makes it right, right like Blair Witch Project.
0: Blair Witch would be another Seriously, one I absolutely love. Fifty
1: percent of the people who saw it completely hate it and disregard it. The other the other 50 percent will sit there for whatever reason enjoy it Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it because i when i saw that movie and i remember this distinctly when i walked into that movie i had no idea that i would be scared of that form of like camping like you're out in the middle of nowhere and there's no help like never imagined that would like freak me out and the movie freaked me out i'm like that's a well-done movie Mm -hmm. like to freak me out I think it takes a lot because I've read so many stories, I've read so many books, I've seen so many movies, and yes, Blair Witch I think is uh, I didn't and buried. It's like these little like simple little stories, and then you sit there and you're like, holy shit, that was really good because it did something mm-hmm. to my brain, it did something to you know something in me, and it's like it caused a phobic type of reaction or some kind of fear that I've never really got out of another movie or or a certain book or whatever. But uh, that one really freaked me out.
0: When I went in to see Blair Witch, I had already known that it yeah. was – the cat was out of the bag. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah. that, that it was fake. Oh, yeah. And sitting there in the theater and watching them make something that uh, passed off to a lot of people as believable, I I just was memorized, yeah. mesmerized at the genius of it, yeah. and the, the crafting and the filmmaking and how well that story was told mm-hmm. and put together as a found footage film. Yeah. Um, and love Blair Witch for that. Uh, Buried is Ryan Reynolds' is one actor. It's Ryan Reynolds yeah. in a black box. You spend the entire, you spend right. 90 minutes in a coffin. And the behind the scenes on Buried is awesome because the, it sounds like it would be really boring and really restrictive. And the amount of movement and camera movement that they do around that coffin and in that coffin is phenomenal. Yeah. It is. Buried is truly a masterpiece yeah. among horror. It's so it's it's in it. Yes. So I was, just, I was about to say, well, visioned and made Hitchcock. and tense. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Hitchcock. You know, you've got three characters in a room, five characters in a room. This is one character in a box. Um, just what it, just a phenomenal. phenomenal what made movie.
1: what made Buried so good is the same thing like what made Das Boot so good. Mm. You were stuck in that submarine. Yeah, that's good. You don't know what the hell's going on. The movie Devil. Where it they kill themselves as they kept leaving the elevator, and like you sit there with the camera and you sit in that elevator and you get the fear of those five or six people. Right. And the second there was anything scary or, or freakish or the lights would go out or whatever, they would immediately cut to outside of the elevator, and it took all that fear out because you're like, oh, there's an outside. Yeah, road. there's an outside. There's an Just outside go out. something. Yeah. But the second you sit in that submarine, the it's second the whole. You sit in that, you know, it's the whole cell phone thing.
0: Yeah. You've got to, you've got to be confined. The yeah. moment that you have to tell the people the cell phone doesn't work, the moment that, you know it works is like, oh, there's an out.
1: And that's why vacancy works is because that very simple thing while they're driving is like Kate like looks at her phone. Oh, we don't have We're cell. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. No, but like we don't have mm-hmm. cell service. So you immediately think you're like, oh yeah, there are places like that in this you know world mm-hmm. or whatever. And then all of a sudden. It works with the film. Mm-hmm. Now your you know your car breaks down and you go to a shitty motel and you think oh well your cell phone work no we've already established there's no cell phone you are literally the outside world does not exist. Speaking you of were- car
0: breaks down, another horror movie that I absolutely love, Vanished.
1: Vanished is good. Van- yeah, the, I mean, well both versions are good. I'm yeah,
0: what is the other one? Broken down or broke? No, it's van. It's no, it's the same thing. No, Vanished. but there was two movies done in like a year of each other where your wife got abducted one and uh, at the side of the road one of mm. them w- is it's kurt russell oh breakdown breakdown, breakdown. Good. yeah break yeah Breakdown's breakdown down bad and vanish yeah but it, they're essentially the same plot uh yeah the well van, i mean kidnapped.
1: kiefer sutherland it's a like the french canadian movie the kiefer sutherland the one kiefer is a good remember, where he where yeah.
0: the killer makes him right. go through the same thing right yeah uh is that vanished or broken broken yeah both of them are yeah. broke down is kurt russell right yeah yeah okay both of them are yeah. insanely entertaining movies, but uh, yeah, no, it's, the thing. It it's fucking like, scarce. When you shit say out. like top
1: five, I mean there's just too many horror movies that are in my head, and there's too many you know there's too many stories and thoughts that I like. It's because I you, see, you say Hitchcock, and then it immediately goes to like ten of his
0: movies. That the thing know, that, the that thing that about like that, Hitchcock and Friday the Thirteenth for up. me when I talk about older movies and even like I think Citizen Kane is a piece of shit. I mean I understand how innovative it was at yeah. the time and uh you know give it props it's mm-hmm. a fantastic movie for its time right. but when you're talking about movies of today yeah. citizen kane is a piece of shit it yeah. doesn't hold it up like work. casablanca right. does right. you pop citizen kane in today and you have to appreciate it for what it was you pop casablanca in and you can appreciate it today right um, your
1: whole audience your whole core audience that are watching casablanca would sit there enthralled you yeah. put in citizen kane within an hour most of those people be asleep on their cell phone yeah, or
0: left. you have to be so like yeah, we're it's, watching it's a period like, wow. piece. It yeah. is so older horror like Hitchcock. I mean, Psycho is the exception. Hitchcock, Hitchcock was a master at short films. He churned yeah. product like mad. Like yeah. his, Hitchcock has thousands of titles to it. Maybe not that much. Hundreds oh, of yeah. titles to his credit. Um, and a lot of Hitchcock movies that people look back on, like The Birds. It, it's Birds, kind of a piece of shit. I mean, the Birds. The Birds, the birds is kind of fun. That's yeah, the thing. it's like it's, I think, but it it, was, it's that a, just, it becomes a point where it's a silly monster yeah. movie. It's starting to pave the way for like you know, it's almost like the Swamp Thing or you know, Sharknado. Don't, don't miss with Swamp Thing. Uh, you know what I mean the silly the silly sort of yeah. like monster movie, and not the no no, no Jason no, no. he had Jason make, has been turned but, into a comic for yeah, Friday the Thirteenth, but, but Jason was a real monster. Now Jason's a silly monster. Right.
1: I think even back then Hitchcock saw the light of the day where it's just like he can make a good solid thriller and you're going to have you know x amount of people see it you make a movie like psycho or the birds and the world is going to see it right so i think even back then in like the 50s and 60s he kind of saw the pop you know he was kind of like he saw the popcorn movie spielberg created that you know he perfected the popcorn movie with jaws but then you, you see psycho and it's just like you know i asked my mom and i definitely asked like my grandmother or like my you know my cousins that are older or whatever it's like they literally would not take showers for right. years. You know, because of a movie. And you're like, It's a movie And you're like, one scene, one movie, nineteen sixty, boom. You know, sure, and but our like,
0: generation is it was probably equally affected by the Blair Witch project. Right, right, right. No. So it's so, like
1: that's what I'm saying. Like so today. And Jaws things, affected people from right. getting
0: in the ocean. My point, like as far so, as So like I when can, you look at
1: psycho of the birds, I mean people, you know, are they're freaked out by birds and you're mm-hmm. like Really? A, and you're like,
0: Yeah. A okay, quality I can see that. master movie uh, like these, these movies laid the foundation, but then you look at something like Scream yeah, w- that takes everything that came before it and masterfully puts it together yeah. into one film. And I have to sit there and say, oh, I love Scream way more than I love Psycho. I would, I would mm. rather watch Scream than watch Psycho. Right, yeah. Which brings me to just recently I watched Super 8. You and I and talked about Super we 8. About and I think Super 8 is a just a, an amazing piece of work yeah. it, it is an a, a fantastically assembled movie i mean the opening of the movie is just dead silence you're watching the number change from you know days since an accident to go from like 760 to zero so you know that something happened then you cut to a kid swinging on a swing yeah. and you know on a quiet cloudy day you know someone is dead. Moments later, you see the kid's father, so you know it's the kid's mother. Like, none of this is spoon-fed right. to you. Just an imagery, right. in moments, you you figure out what has happened. Right. And then it fades to black, and then it opens up. Uh, you get a title card that says four months later, and it opens up with a, a rock song, a poppy rock song, to let you know you can breathe. Right. It's like the, the, the bad part is over. And then... You get to that point where Ella Fanning shows up in the car and this is the kid's, the, the kid is the sheriff's son and she can't have him in the car. And there's this moment where you have to trust him. Um, and it's it's such a thing that just happens mm-hmm. between kids. Yeah. And, and it's so real. I mean, it, it's a fantastic movie, wonderful movie. So I watched that and then like a, uh, the same day or I think a day later, uh, I watched Superbad. And I hadn't seen Super Bad a long time, and that was why I made the joke about you drawing penises because in yeah. Super Bad, that's what he does as a kid—he draws yes. penises. Jonah Hill. I forgot about that part. Um, Jonah Hill killed that movie. What's I weird is like if you had asked me what's a better movie, I would say Super 8. But watching them both this recently back to back, I enjoyed Super Bad way more than I enjoyed Super 8. And this goes okay. mm-hmm. this goes into like what I would say about Scream versus Psycho, yeah. like. Super Eight. These are we're talking two completely different genres, but they came out around I don't know the same time or they're yeah. ten years old or whatever the hell it is. Five years old. <laughs> I don't even know how old they are. Um, just going back and revisiting an old movie, like I, I would rather rewatch Super or watch Super Bad mm-hmm. more and more over and over than I would Super Eight. Yeah. And like people often have asked me, being you know the fantastic filmmaker i am they want my opinion on film um what my favorite movies are and my two favorites tied are easily goodwill hunting and the shawshank redemption wow okay but i will not watch those movies over and over i've probably seen each movie four or five times so then my next favorite movie is the back to the future series which Mm. i've seen a hundred times and like I will watch Back to the Future over and right. over and just absolutely love I it. I can't and watch it, the second, third one. And it, well, how can you not? They're fantastic movies. No. They're all. It's to me, it is one movie. I mean, well, it is. It's it's
1: just one. They movie. They just remade it's, the movie. It's one long movie,
0: and it's uh, no. yeah, but you, it's the so first fun, one is so
1: absolutely superb.
0: I remember being in uh, like 12 years old, Mm -hmm. sixth grade. I saw that at the Park Thenia Theater in Northridge. Had no idea what I was going in to see, which Mm -hmm. is always the best experience, right? I mean, you can like that. And I remember we bought tickets to – we went to a movie and we bought tickets to something called American Pie. Yeah. (laughs) Had no idea what we were seeing. I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie ever. Uh, But Back to the Future as a kid. I bought a ticket and we sat down and watched it. And then I just fucking stayed. And yeah. that was back. You just sit in the seat and you just watch it again and again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. I'd never seen anything before, like Back to the Future. And I still love it. So that's, I mean, I have an appreciation for the older films, like you say. But when it comes down to like favorite films. Uh, no, absolutely. I, would, uh, I mean, there's, there's so much.
1: There's definitely, and, in, and like in my head, I would, li- I would have to go decade by decade. Like when you say favorite, I would literally say, "What's your top ten favorite movies of the '80s?" Because I can't say what's your top ten favorite horror movies. I'm like, "Well, I have a lot from the '70s, I have a lot from the '60s, I have a lot from the '80s." And well, if
0: you break it the down, 90,
1: the '90s got a little too, you know, sugar. You know, it's all PG-13 crap. You know, yeah, I'm but it, 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 the '90s and, is the
0: Scream, right?
1: Well, Scream kind of opened everybody's eyes, and, and the you, 90s, have, you actually have to scare people.
0: Wait a minute, the '90s gave us Saw, and the '90s late
1: '90s, uh, early two thousand. Was hostile? Because was that, hostile? Same 2000 hostile. or 90s? Yeah, I no. Think it was... So, uh, hostile was the 2000s. Okay. Yeah. The 90s but again, both of those... Saw, though. Both of those only became like why Saw and Hostel like worked and why like they came out and everything is because people like Eli Roth and James Wan and those you know folks or whatever, literally all of a sudden through the 90s everything was sugar coated, watered down. Pg-13. Simple, yeah. Was well, even if they were R rated movies, you sit there and go, why was that R rated? And they're like, oh, because someone said an f word. Right. So it was. There's nothing to it. There's no blood and gore. There's no violence. There's no real drama. It's just a bunch of teens, kind of being scared. And Which then, is. And going. Then all of a sudden, it was just like boom overnight. Scream came in and said, "No, if you're gonna if you're gonna scare teenagers, we need to scare the shit out of them." And then Saw took that to a different level. Actually, Saw
0: is Hoss- a 2004 film.
1: 2004. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, go on. And then and then, Hostel, Eli and them, were just like, no, fuck it. I don't even care about scaring people. I'm just... I'm going to gross people out. Right. Or well, I'm going to freak... I'm, actually, I think... I think... You, and he's probably even said it. He wanted to freak people out. So, like you were saying, it was massively designed even before they filmed anything. Uh-huh. It was like from day one of the thought. It was just like, how are we going to freak the fuck out of people? Let's create... This whole world. And that's yeah, what he
0: did. I remembered hearing the story. Eli Roth had this idea of hacking people up, yeah. and he was talking to Quentin Tarantino, and Quentin was like, "Yeah, but what's the business behind it? How do you right. do that?" And they sat there one day and figured out mm-hmm. what the business of it is. Yeah. Um, and most recent, business. most recently, what you just described happened with Deadpool. Yes, watered down comic book movies yeah. that people got tired of, and mm-hmm. here was some people who were like, "No, we're going to yeah. make an R-rated." Yeah. You just uh, comic but more book of movie. like an
1: in-your-face. Like some of these comics are watered down, and then some of the comics are in-your-face. And Deadpool just, you know, like
0: walks I'm not Dead a comic so book he's... fan, but no. most comics are dark, though.
1: The, that's the thing. It's like, but that's like the whole... Batman, the whole Dark yeah.
0: Knight series yeah. is a watered-down version of a really dark, troubled guy. Right. Um, I mean, Bat, the Batman movies should be filled with, It should be more like Spawn. They should be far more like think, graphic and violent. I think that's, that's
1: why Christopher Nolan did a little bit on the darker side. And but none of his
0: movies were rated R.
1: Well, uh, the 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 Joker one that was almost that was supposed to be rated R, and Warner Brothers said, "Oh no, 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 no we yeah. can't have it rated R movie." And so it kind of worked, obviously, because it made what a billion a bit, dollars, yeah, ton of money. Um, but then, if you like, if you go, if you look back and you look at you know Heath Ledger, it's like he was pretty crazy you know he it was like, pretty crazy I don't but think nothing... it was a pg crazy i think it was pretty damn close to R crazy and
0: those movies are batman's story itself is so dark that those yeah. movies should have uh an an edgy yes uncomfortableness yeah. Yeah. that yeah. makes you like i mean someone needs to be raped or tortured you need to fully understand why batman well, no. needs
1: to Rape never needs to be in anything. Kill
0: the fuck. Wait, well, you know. I mean, no, it doesn't. uh
1: The thought of it can be. there Everybody,
0: but that, but that's fine. But that's
1: why I worked in Watchmen.
0: Um, what the, the hell? The second is it? you um, show the scene, Monster with Charlize Theron, but that what, scene in Monster just makes you want to destroy the yeah, guy who of that does was that to her. Fake. Of but, course, it was fake.
1: Yeah, but no, I mean, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but, like it was in her head. She was a hooker. It doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter. The story, the, the, she was a hooker and she
1: got sick of hooking and she started killing people. That's the story. Look, If Batman is
0: going to save his love interest, his love interest needs to be in some sort of peril. Right. Okay.
1: I understand that. There was, there was a lot of peril.
0: Or you go back to the Adam West Batman where his love interest, instead of being raped, has a giant 80 foot saw that's about to cut her in half. Right. Which I would go see as well. Right. Well,
1: Tim Burton needs to make some movies like that. It it, the
0: ultimate would be making the uh, 1960s uh, Adam West Batman series today, but as an R-rated movie. Yeah. Just a schlocky, crazy yeah, R-rated movie with tons and, and, of weird blood, and, and
1: I guarantee you, somebody wants to do it, and somebody oh, somebody wants, does. You know, people out there, they'll, they'll think about it, and they won't, you know, do anything. But like you know, Deadpool was just like Scream, just like you know, like exactly. I mean, it's exactly that same thing. It's just like nope. Okay, we're sick of the good guys being super good and the bad guys not being so bad. Deadpool is just, yeah, it's a slap in the face, and it's like a wake-up call. And you see what, like, it did. You know, it made a ton of money. It has a lot of fans out there. It's kind of like, even even if you think about it, what I've been told, because I don't read comics at all, but it's even like an obscure character. He's not in everything. He, he, you know, so,
0: he has you his know, own book.
1: A but book. He? Okay, Batman's been around for 40 years. He has 4,000 different yes. stories. Dipple has, like, two storylines. Uh, so that's what I mean, where it's just like, we're going to take this little thing and just blow it up and a slap in the face. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I think still, right now, it's still my favorite movie of this year, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to think. Because there's are like, oh.
0: Not much has been out.
1: That's the thing. That's Speaking kind of,
0: of which, what changing gears, what have you seen recently? I saw The
1: Revenant, finally. I saw the whole movie.
0: And that's the... Uh, uh... Leonardo DiCaprio, bear fight movie.
1: Yes. Uh, camera. everything that it won awards for and all the accolades and everything, 100%. The story is not new. His son gets killed and he, it's a revenge, you know, revenge story. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the story is like, whatever the, the camera work. Yeah, there's uh, no the story, scenery. which is
0: why I referred to it as the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio bear fight movie. Yeah, that's what everybody much. knows yeah, it's the much, bear yeah. fight movie. The bear, yeah. That's the story. Holy shit, that was a great! Gets into a fight with a bear. God, that
1: scene was insane. <laughs> and
0: yeah. then the out the outcome of that, how he how he deals with that, pretty much. That's yeah. that's really the story. Yeah, probably. Um, the revenge about his kid is really the side story, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the deeper story is, of course, what's going on with the rape of the land and the stealing i of think the, well
1: that that kind of stuff too. that's the political story. yeah it's so funny to to sit there and, and uh and hear from conservatives republicans the tea party type uh saying that like you know oh, this movie that's not true that's not you know that's not how it was and you're like that that's how it was and that's still how it is mm-hmm. you know it's like that's what people do mm-hmm. they think they're going to make money going to get pelts People think they're going to go to Alaska and make money getting fish. Mm-hmm. They don't. Who makes the money? It's whoever owns the boat and whoever the fish company is. Well, so yes. Yeah. It's, it's the same. Don't you know mind the Tom mine, mind like, the miners. Right. So like Tom Hardy's like that, you know, that crazed guy. But like his whole life, he's getting screwed by the man. Mm-hmm. They need a little bit more of that. Maybe. I don't know for Tom Hardy's story. But it's like, yeah, he was getting screwed. So he just, yeah, screw it. And yeah, and just, Tom like, Hardy was people. pretty good. In the oh, God, he was good. Yeah. He's I mean, he's crazy. So he's just, I think he was really, really good in that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was, it was, uh, the, the, the effects are incredible. I think the bear attack and like the, I, I think I'm, all the makeup, all the makeup and all the camera work with, you know, what was going on, um, I don't think I've ever seen before. Only because technology is getting so much better. Mm-hmm. Makeup is getting better. The effects people out there are figuring things out better. All of that looked so fucking real. Like even afterwards, like well, maybe, remember that
0: movie was shot with available light.
1: No, no, no. I mean, um, not. I'm not talking like that kind of shot. I'm just talking like even when he put the stuff on his neck and he like, the, the stuff from his gun to his neck to you know to heal himself. Uh-huh. He has all those cuts here from the hair uh-huh. and it's like still bleeding. Right. So he like blows it up. Like you just sit there and you're like, I don't think ten years ago it would have been done mm-hmm. as well as it was done there. No. Only because yeah. take again like the special effects people are constantly changing uh getting better or you know getting better for film getting better to you know right technology advances uh, materials some of that advance, shit especially like access when, to materials yeah, like 3d the, printers yeah, yeah like when the indian helps him in the back he's like oh you're rotten you're mm-hmm. rotting we need to do this and he moves the he moves his belt and you know jacket thing or whatever and his skin is just falling off and you see bone you're like five years ago that wouldn't have really been shown you know, and it wouldn't have been good. And I like special effects people. I like that, you know, I like the gore effects. Those are really fucking good effects. Mm-hmm. Those are really, you know. And he washes his face, and the makeup is still there. Sim- simple things like that, you're like, wow. Like, that's incredible, you know, how well done it was. Um, so all the all the technical stuff in that movie was phenomenal. Like, it was crazy good. That's the kind of stuff that I get into. And that's why I'm like, I go back to the 80s or 70s, you know, horror movies where it's like, they're figuring this shit out and they're doing things. It's like, you go to Tom Zabini and Dawn of the Dead. It's like 1978, he blew someone's head off. And it's scanners? unbelievable.
0: What movie is that? Dawn of the Dead. Oh, Dawn of the, the Dead. Best. Oh, it's the best. You know, he killed... No, the best is the scanner's head that blows up with that watermelon that explodes. You remember scanners?
1: Yeah, but the the scanners, the scan the people who did scanners, the uh-huh. Canadians that did scanners, yeah. ripped Tom Savini's ideas off. Not yeah. not ripped, not in a bad way.
0: You remember student bodies? Of course. With with student killer. bodies. Which did I kill her with a paperclip? Yeah. An eggplant? No, there's like the gun. And
1: <laughs> I love how he like he opens up the desk, and in the desk, like there's knives, there's hatchets, there's guns, there's machine guns, and he's like, ah, paperclip you know Killer it was like bay Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> Student Bodies is definitely one of my favorite movies of the 80s. Now, easily one of my top 10.
0: Now, you know, comedy horror. Uh
1: it's one of the I think it's one of like the three or four best ever.
0: People loved fucking loved Cabin in the Woods. I love Cabin in the Woods. Really? Yeah. I from, just from the first second of the Well movie, there's a lot of monsters. From there's the first of second
1: monsters. of the movie to the last second of the movie, I thought it was quite easily it's up there with student bodies. I will watch Cabin in the Woods over and over and over. If it's on, I will stop. When Kings hockey in the playoffs, I will stop and watch Cabin in the Woods.
0: See, I thought Cabin in the Woods... Because
1: okay. it's just so much fun. It's so fucking over the top and weird and what stupid bugs me and ab- fun. Yeah,
0: but what bugs me about Cabin in the Woods, like, student bodies is ridiculousness. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods... They do ridiculous things, but they're not, like, over-the-top ridiculous. Like, when he's going to jump the ravine on the motorcycle, I'm like, this makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Um, No,
1: because it was, you know, I'm Thor. I'm big, man. I can do anything. It's so silly. But no, like that right there. Well, yeah, it was very silly.
0: So here's the thing, though. Cabin in the Woods makes, you know, a bunch of money. Everybody loves it, goes to see it. It's such Mm. as, you know, it gets all this acclaim. We saw it on video, so there was a bunch of hype and... You know, preconceived ideas or whatever. We had, to, yeah. We went into it thinking, oh, I guess this is supposed to be the greatest movie ever. And then I see this movie, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh hell yeah! And I think, why the hell didn't this movie make a billion bucks? Because that is way better than Cabin. Because the they Woods. didn't have
1: promotion. That of...
0: that move. I that is. A, you're absolutely right. I know. But they're I mean, making, they making a sequel as they are making a part two to yes. uh, Tucker as and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil is a. Phenomenal horror comedy. Probably one the of the best horror comedy. That thing is so funny. So One of the craziest on
1: movies. One of the craziest movies I've ever seen. No,
0: no, almost nobody in, in that. You laugh. You laugh to tears No, but like through the movie. whole movie.
1: Like that and um, uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. I know it's two different. Do- completely Dodge. Different. Do- <laughs> Jesus.
0: I don't know what the hell the problem is. She's mad at
1: I know it's two completely different genres and stories and all that kind of stuff. There's nobody here. Um, anyway, here. dog's going crazy. But both of those movies, I laughed. You're going have sec- to fill time. Hold on. Yeah. Every second of the movie. The dog is going crazy. So uh, Vince has walked away. I don't know what he's barking at, but oh, a gate is opening. Somebody is. Somebody is here. Oh, the gardeners. Oh boy, the dogs are gonna go apeshit now. Nice. No wonder the dogs are going crazy.
0: I had to close the dog. Uh, door. Tucker and
1: Dale, and talking about a very interesting. Uh, I love watching behind. Deca. the I love watching the behind the scenes of movies. I love you know watching. Uh, I didn't watch interviews. the
0: behind the scenes on that. What is the behind the scenes on that? Like?
1: Okay, Tuck, Tucker and Dale. Uh huh. They met like two days before filming.
0: Oh, the two actors.
1: Because one of them, I forget which one, Tucker or Dale, one of them was hired on late. Like it was like one like. The original two guys mm-hmm. were actual friends. Mm-hmm. And they were friends with the producer or whatever. One of the actors or something couldn't make it, couldn't do it. He was doing something else, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was one of these last-minute you know, kind of things. And so they hired him. And he literally, like, they walked on set. And they didn't even really know each other. Oh, that's like, like how walked, a lot
0: of porn is made.
1: Yeah, well. But then you watch <laughs> the movie, and it's like, literally, they're like best friends for life. right? And you're like, that right there... Holy shit that makes the movie. To me, that even helps the movie because you're like these guys are like best friends for life and they've known each other for one day. I'm like right. that's good acting because they were really working off each other. They were really working that script mm-hmm. where it's just like oh it says this boom and they're punching it up, you know, to such a notch that you're just every single thing that they say even I was giggling or laughing at. Mm-hmm. And because it was like those inside jokes, it was that mannerisms, it was it was those things like that you, you know this person for thirty years, twenty years, ten years, whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it, it works, and you just sit there and you just constantly laugh, and then the violence or the gore or the blood or whatever on top of that is so great. So like even the technical people that are working it are kicking ass, and you're like some of these kills are hilarious, but they're gory oh. and they're fun, and they're like all it of the really kills helps. are hilarious, but it like it really helps even like the the, the tone of the whole movie you know where it just yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely a fun one and i can't wait for a sequel what just, uh, what other
0: horror comedies
1: horror comedy oy, oy, oy. there's uh, return of the living dead is one of the, yeah. the best ones from the, the 80s half dog the half dog um, is great i think there's i mean there's so much there's so much in that movie where it's so funny. it's like i've seen that movie so many different times with so many different you know folks i mean i saw it in the theater with michael hutchinson um
0: return but it's of the living dead yeah return okay. of the
1: living dead yeah um, but it's like so many people, like it, it actually does have some scary parts and it actually yeah. does have some oomph to it where it's like, it's actually a good chase movie and a good,
0: yeah. Oh I don't my know God. if it holds up. I haven't seen it in a long time, um, but I feel I know, like I mean, it's probably I, like schlocky. Yeah, no, no, it's very schlocky,
1: but like you see it even today with, you know, people watching it for like the first time or like those kind of things, there's still some jumps. There's still some, you know, night of the living
0: you know. dead holds up. Today. Oh God. Yeah. yeah night of the living dead yeah. is
1: absolutely superb. I um, think. On the scare. I mean, the, 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 the scare factor. Um, actually, the remake, uh, Tom Zavini directed. So go back to Tom Zavini, the makeup artist. Uh, he actually directed. They remade Night of the Living Dead in color uh, back in 1990. And with Tony Todd, Candyman himself, uh, he was the lead. And that was a Tom Zavini movie.
0: So, um, one of... Uh, Take off. It's a,
1: it's a little dog about as big as your foot, but it sounds like... It's 10 pounds.
0: Tika, stop pounds. it! She's 10 or 11. 10,
1: 10 pounds would... Yeah, whatever.
0: 10 or 11 pounds. Look at that thing. Yeah. It's 10 Look pounds. at
1: that. Come here. I might step oh, on it. Gonna, on, you know. Crush the poor
0: little thing. Come on. There we go. All right. Settle down, dog. She's not gonna settle on me. She's I gonna don't. go chase down the gardener again. That's her thing. Um, the uh, so yeah, when it comes to
1: horror comedy, I think there 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 are several. Most dark. I
0: laughed hysterically during the human centipede.
1: Well, unfortunately, that's not supposed to be a comedy. As I don't know uh, if it, I, well, I I kind of think it was supposed to. I don't know. They're, they're horrible films, and they're it just. Did
0: you watch the first one? Yeah, I la- there were points that I was in tears. I thought it was so insanely funny okay i mean and part of me i was me, kind of
1: just in shock with the whole thing about how bad it, was, it was it was shocking part of well, me was
0: was uh tom six is the director of that movie uh i could not i kept imagining this guy running around hollywood with the script or running around anywhere with the script going oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's ass to mouth like how do you sell that they, they made two sequels. Dude. I know there's two and three and I've yeah. seen two. I haven't watched three yet. Don't. I heard three is really, Don't. really bad. Don't, but uh, you've already
1: gone past the point of no return by seeing the second one, uh,
0: but the second one, talk about like back to the future, remake of the first, the second is nearly a remake of the first, but uh, yeah. it's the same sort of thing, but uh with an I,
1: extra $20. So they, he didn't even get a budget for it. It was just like, I think they got literally another $20 and yeah. then remade the movie.
0: Um, I, I just, I, I watched it with Deanna. Deanna laughed at me laughing at it. Um, Deanna I don't think there's thought, anything. thought it was no, absolutely disgusting. Yeah, justice. there's nothing
1: in that movie where I would walk away except just with my head down, like shaking my head. Because it's like that actually hurts the quote-unquote horror, thriller, sci-fi monster movie. I mean, it, To me, those kind of movies actually hurt it. How? Because it's shit. And not in a good way. Like, it's not supposed to, like, you know, uh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn or Glenda. Like, I mean, his movies, it's like...
0: I don't know who that is.
1: Um, you know, Planet from Nine from Outer Space. Ed oh, Edward, Those yeah, kind yeah. of movies. It's like, this is like an Ed Wood movie, but, like, he's trying to be serious. It's like, mm-hmm. Ed Wood was never trying to be serious. He just got a camera in front of whatever and filmed it and then just edited it together. Mm-hmm because he had no talent whatsoever mm-hmm. the people that made human centipede he thinks he's a brilliant writer or director and you're just like that makes it even better no, though no it's horrible no
0: i just love that like no. he go back to was, cabin in the woods this no, was his uh his opus no. like he came up with this idea of no. as to mouth
1: no it's horrible stupid um doesn't make any sense it's horrible i pulled don't, up a, don't see the movies
0: i pulled up a list of horror comedy movies oh, yeah, on yeah. wikipedia yeah uh dating all the way back 1920 haunted spooks i guess that's the Mm -hmm. first horror comedy uh yeah i have no idea what it is but uh the first one on the list that i recognize is in the uh uh 40s 1948 um as we go to a throwback of the old monster movies abbott and costello meet frankenstein absolutely which is a great movie it's really, then, really, really good. And then a year later, they followed it up with Abbott and Costello meet the killer, Boris Karloff. Mm-hmm. And then Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man. That was and actually a pretty funny one. That was yeah, that good movie. Moments. A couple years later, they had in 53, Abbott and Costello meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't remember that I don't one remember being that as one. good. Uh, but then in 1955, Abbott and Costello meet the Mummy. I've mm-hmm. seen all of these so many times. Yeah. Uh, the 60s brought Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, yeah.
1: Um, but again, that's ro- Roger Corman brought in the whole. Let's make a movie for ten dollars and ma- try to make it look like it was a million yeah. dollar. You know, nineteen sixty six. I think Roger Joe Corman Williams. is the king of schlock. He definitely has to be the king of schlock. He's a producer yeah. of the Sharknado movies. I mean, yeah, it's, he Roger Corman's uh... made. Roger Corman has his name on about five or six hundred movies. Yeah, he's he's, he's responsible literally made for people... starting
0: more careers in Hollywood than anybody else. Everybody. Um, is he? He's. I've he's been still side- no. Is he still? But aside from like being a producer on Sharknado, they're not. He's not churning out schlock or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, well, he? the Roger Coy, yeah. they, 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 they still, still make movies. Uh
1: let's see. I think he has a contract with Sci-Fi. I think he has to like grow in a movie or two every year.
0: The '70s brought us Tales from the Crypt, mm-hmm. uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. How could we forget about that one, Young Frankenstein?
1: Well, it's funny because it's like I don't really consider it a horror movie. Because I don't think there's anything scary in it. That is a true comedy. That is one of the funniest movies ever created. Yeah, it's just a but comedy. It's, it's a it's comedy about Frankenstein. Horror, right. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's not really a horror movie. Right. But still, um, you remember Love at First Bite? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Rocky was still
1: so damn dark back then. I mean,
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. I don't think the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a comedy at all. I mean, I can see why people find it funny, but you want to talk about like uh tom six like the uh yeah. human centipede yeah. like they thought they were making a good yeah. movie when they were making rocky yeah. Horror picture show they didn't What's know they name? were uh, elliot
1: uh rich uh is his name richard elliot the guy who
0: i don't know what his name the... is but they did not know they no. were making the movie they were making right um and the rocky horror picture show is a piece of shit
1: oh yeah no no if like you watch it on dvd which is so funny because people like bought it you know when it came out on dvd and blu-ray everybody oh let's watch it and then you watch it and you're like
0: this yeah, is a bad a, movie. But like
1: you have to see it in a theater. You have to see it on the Saturday night, and midnight s- show, with the crowd involved, with people who know about the movie and right. are involved. And still 20% Otherwise, of
0: that audience falls asleep. Yeah. With all of that hoopla going yeah. on, the, it playing on screen and yeah. people reenacting it on yeah. uh, up on stage or in front, yeah. 20% well, of it's, audience sorry, I mean, the audience falls asleep. Thing and they it, razz people who fall asleep. Like, it's a thing. Yeah. People fall asleep because it's a fucking it's, bad movie. Well,
1: because it's also 12 o'clock and people you know, think they can do it. The first half hour of the movie is great. I mean, his, you know, that is true. you right. know, uh, Tim Curry the way it, he's introduced is, you know, the first un- part of the movie new. is much better than the oh, last yeah. part of the
0: movie. Uh, you remember Motel Hell? Of course. I don't really Just remember that being a comedy. I re- I've seen. Yeah, that a few Motel times.
1: Hell was kind of like the whole. Um, it, it, it was again very very schlocky. It's really really cheesy mm-hmm. in, in a good way, and it's, I think it, I think it really still works in segments of the movie and like the thought process of the movie like you know they're making people because i think they i mean they ripped off texas chainsaw massacre because texas met texas chainsaw massacre 2 they really go into like the whole the family's making chili mm-hmm. but the chili's of yeah, course, yeah coming from humans the motel hell kind of rips off that whole idea of we're making the best i forget what they're making the best meat pies or whatever of the south mm. and like the meat you know
0: of course it's well doesn't humans. fight club rip that off by using well who knows human fat uh i'm sure, talking about that. american werewolf in london yeah funny it mm-hmm. was a good movie it has, it's had. A oh movie. one of the greatest saturday the 14th
1: yeah that's <laughs> it's still you know what's funny because like that's That's actually, not available on video it's it's coming out on blu-ray somebody picked that they finally they finally fixed it up and that was on one of the movies that
0: yeah. i had to pull off a of pirate bay yeah um it was the only it's, way to the get movie's it movies lost it's yeah. uh
1: somebody cleaned up a vhs and it's one of those that's taking like ten years to. There was a, put a good copy that Ray. I
0: got off of, uh, uh, which might have been a television. I think yeah, it was a television, was, or HBO TV, Air. Air. I think yeah. it was an HBO Air version yeah. of, of it that I got off of like Pirate Bay because well, you fan- just couldn't get it anywhere else. It's weird, like fantastic. It was like that, uh, night shift. Yeah. was another movie I could you couldn't get anywhere else. I yeah. got off of Pirate Bay and uh, there was an old uh, bicycle movie, freestyling movie called Rad. Rad. Oh, Which, Rad's
1: Oh my god. That's that that goes for a couple hundred bucks. 3 I think $300 is like the average for the Rad
0: VHS. was shown on HDNet once. So there's one HD there's version no, out there, yeah. of Rad yeah. that I and pulled it off yeah. of uh off of Pirate Bay. Yeah. So, you know, for some things Pirate Bay is good. Well, like
1: Phantasm. Phantasm's a movie, uh if anybody knows like, you know, talk about 70s and 80s like weird fucking movies. He just Phantasm- died like last year, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. But the original Phantasm they made it to DVD or whatever, mm-hmm. but then they lost like the original print. It's like nowhere. It's gone. Oh, really? And J.J. Abrams bought the rights from Don Coscarelli, the guy who made it. Mm-hmm. All he did was buy the DVD, and then he's whatever they do because you're right. into this stuff. He's making into 4K, right? But it's off How of price. a DVD of a DVD of a VHS. So it's they're literally going to take. They said it's going to take two years to do they're going to transfer it over to um the, the the proper 4k you know for the 4k television yeah, or whatever rotoscope
0: um, but it's and literally going to take it, two yeah. years
1: just like david lynch when david lynch brings out his movies he won't let anybody touch his movies Eraserhead took six or seven years from his original because he had the film from mm-hmm. the film to his version of it mm-hmm. which then he sold off to criterion, criterion it's a criterion thing right he took six years you know to edit to do you know whatever they do to make it like perfect for you know the the the, for the final cut for you know public use but yeah there's some movies out there it's just it's surprising that movies that are out of print you're like how is that out of print you're like there's a lot of stuff that's out of print there's a lot of stuff that's just gone there's a lot of stuff that's just lost you know and speaking going back to speaking of like behind the scenes stuff you know Look at Nightmare on Elm Street. Talking about comedies. I mean, the Nightmare on Elm mm-hmm. Street, you know, part one is, you know, it was actually scary. But from part two on, they're pretty much on the humor side. There's some violence and gore and, you know, yeah. some scares here and there. But they're really funny.
0: Freddie became a cartoon but character. But from yeah. Nightmare
1: on Elm Street 1 to part two has different makeup people. They had three Polaroids. Three Polaroids of the original Freddie Because mm-hmm. there's no budget, no nothing. They had no idea. Right. Wes Craven, none of them thought that they were going to make ten movies out of it. None of them even cared. None of them thought about it. Nobody was sitting there filming shit behind the scenes. It because none of that was done back then.
0: But there was a, th- it was a movie that New Line had to make to stay in business or yeah. something. Yeah, there's because some nobody story. Bought,
1: nobody bought it. Oh, it's a great behind the but scenes. There, there was, was a lot of, but great it was stuff. like it was like a, she-
0: Revenge of the Nerds. It was not a movie that that they even needed to be successful. Or there was some story of like. They had to make a movie to appease their investors by the end of the year or something like that. Yeah. Robert J. So they yeah. threw together Nightmare on Elm Street and were just going to crank it out so they could remain in business as a production company. Some there's yeah. some story like that. I don't but, know. But but
1: anyway, the make like nobody took like nobody did anything. Yeah, I can so imagine. Like the, they were just running through right, it. And so the part them. two people literally had to call up and bring people in and say we need help because we can't. You know we're watching the movie right trying to, to do the what makeup on Freddie this. Is. Um, so you just you just sit sit there and like movies like Rad. You're like wow that's kind of like a cult classic, cult hit or whatever. Can't find it anywhere, and if you do find it, you can go on eBay every once in a while, and it's three, four hundred, five hundred dollars. Yeah, I used to have a VHS.
0: Copy. I think I threw it away. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> you just threw about five hundred bucks away, probably. Uh,
0: so Saturday the fourteenth, student bodies, what student else bodies we got up here?
1: so much fun um, it gets old I mean it's you know but it's only an hour and a half but there's some really funny crazy shit in that movie and
0: Ghostbusters is listed as a horror yeah. comedy so is Gremlins I mean yeah. there those are horror movies or I wouldn't say Ghostbusters is a comedy about horror similar like young Frankenstein or about a ghost right uh, comedy about ghosts. And Gremlins is sort Gremlins of a horror movie that has yeah it's a horror movie that has humor right but, but not it, really a horror comedy um, yeah uh, once bitten yeah, is that the one with uh, Jim, Jim Carrey? Carrey? Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good. one. Oh, wow. I haven't seen it in a long yeah. time, but it that's was a, a good movie. Fun movie. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, Transylvania Six Five Thousand. There's a silly. There's movie. another one. I can't that's imagine lost. that holds up. No,
1: that's lost, completely. Uh, totally lost. if you see a DVD or VHS of that, pick it up.
0: Of Transylvania Six Five Thousand. Um
1: That's Jeff Goldblum and uh, Ed Bagley. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, big, a, that's a, that heard, a big. That's a That was a big eighties movie. And what's your name? That was the one they were. They got married. That was right after the flyer, right before the play. Um, Gina
0: Davis. What do we got here? The movie House that house, was shot. Yeah. The house from House is like a quarter Probi- mile from. Probably my house. about a block from here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, in this. It's, it's right it's, over here. It, yeah, it's over here. Uh, and I, I, William it's Cat, funny, uh, but I don't think I never thought of that as being a comedy. I guess it kind of is. Well, House uh, Two
1: is more on the comedy side. Yeah, I guess House so. One, I think it was one of those. We have to throw some. We you know there's some. We have to throw some things in here for humor.
0: Um, maximum Overdrive, I wouldn't rate that as a comedy at all. That's weird that they put up that as a comedy. Yeah, isn't well, it?
1: Well, only, only because it's, I guess the tone of the, that's why Stephen King hates the movie. Because the tone took more of a comic, weird, sci-fi side to it, where it's like he was trying to make a, if you read Trucks or whatever, it's like, it's pretty straightforward mm. that, you know, mechanics of the world are i like kill oh no i love it talk about kenneth hall you know that you know you know i think he has the truck because he redid the face to the truck the oh, green thing did the he green work monster. on it yeah i don't know no, I, th- I mean i yeah uh
0: they have texas chainsaw massacre 2 as yeah, a comedy
1: absolutely um which is funny because dennis hopper that was dennis hopper's big comeback year so he did blue velvet Texas Chainsaw Part 2, and Hoosiers. That was his, 1986 was his huge coming back from drugs. The
0: Lost Boys as a comedy? No. No. Hell no. Are you serious? They fully don't understand what horrible, horror comic. Horrible. That um, does not belong on the list. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Part 2, yeah. <laughs> horrible <laughs> movie,
1: but it's, yeah, it's really.
0: The Witches of Eastbrook yeah. is, is listed as a horror comedy. I think The Witches of Eastbrook is a comedy. I don't think it's a horror movie. Well, he's Satan. And he I makes, know, and he but makes I, witches. I don't so. know. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely they're remaking that. Um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Heather's Heather's is in a horror movie. Mm. Yeah,
1: because they kill everybody.
0: Yeah, but
1: so I guess I mean in the slasher sense,
0: Her- Heather's really means, in
1: that fine line of slash of. Uh, there's slasher. there's
0: maniac. Uh, it's like Silence of the Lambs rides this line between being a drama or a crime thriller versus being a horror. Oh, movie. it's a horror movie.
1: Um, I don't care what anybody says.
0: There's this. Uh, there's this line like Heather's is sort of a more of a drama than it is it's a, a teenage drama about a you know killer. than I mean, it's oh, like the only thing is like, it's some... like saying that Suicide Kings is a kidnap movie, right? You know, uh, God, it's a good movie. Suicide Kings is a great movie. I Love that shit.
1: Um, which talk about a movie that nobody saw. Yeah, which kills and me. nobody has
0: still seen it. Like nobody, <laughs> you say Suicide it Kings kills is here, me. Like what are you talking about? Kills me. Like, hey, you know, you know the dude from The Big Bang Theory?
1: <laughs> he's oh, my Suicide God, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's in Suicide Kings. Well, I just uh, remember Jay, Anton. Anton. Jay Moore and the Jay kid from Moore, E.T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people oh in God, Suicide yeah. Kings. Um, uh, Christopher saints? Walken, of course. Who not saints? Pro- probably Walken's best role.
1: Oh, God, yeah. He's oh he's awesome. <laughs> awesome movie. Uh,
0: what else is here? Let's see. Uh, Heather's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, it,
1: I was about to say Killer I was actually going to – that was one of the, the 80s. Killer Clowns from Outer Space – is one of the best movies ever made.
0: <laughs> really, you love Killer made. Counts from Outer Space that yeah. much?
1: I will actually put that in my top ten. <laughs> All right. When it comes to <laughs> just horror. your top ten regular movies, no, 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 horror like the horror.
0: They have I Shocker watch... as a horror as a comedy movie. Go uh, Shocker. Yeah. Go on. No, no, Killer
1: Klowns. Shocker only because it gets so over the top silly, like yeah. Wes Craven and them. Like they had way too much fun in that movie. It was just, it was literally like he got a big check. From, I think, uh, it was probably Nightmare on Elm Street. It was right after Nightmare on Elm Street, whatever he made after that. He got a huge check and was like, okay, go make this movie. And he had a lot of fun with it.
0: They have Army of Darkness listed here. I didn't, maybe I passed over. Army of Darkness is, is way more comedy dead.
1: than The Evil Dead.
0: But, uh... but
1: Sam Raimi did that on purpose because he didn't want to scare, he didn't want to rape people with trees or, hocus you know, pocus, do anything crazy. <laughs> A muck, muck. I can't stand it.
0: I I You don't like movie. Hocus Pocus? No. It's a cute movie. It's a kids' it, horror movie. It's a chick flick. Uh well, okay, kids. But, <laughs> um, Cannibal the Musical, Frighteners. Cannibal the Musical, there you go. That's some pretty well, it's funny shit. Not a lot that's during... Train I guess... Well, you, you talked software. about how bad movies were during the 90s. There's not a lot of... you know, No, I mean, the 90s, either.
1: like I said, it's like, I know what you did last summer and all those movies. Oh, that's good. You yeah,
0: that's, that is true. I know what you did last. I forgot about that one. That's good. But that's the 90s. And then it was uh, all of a sudden, it was also teenage... Urban Legends was done. Yeah, it was yeah, the
1: teenage was angst movies where it was like, we'll talk about horror or we're going to... There's a killer... But nothing really happens, and that—that right. that was the '90s. And then well, Scream kind of—that's what I mean. Like I know what you did
0: last summer, and Urban Legend are like direct descendants of Scream. Like no, um, they're
1: but they're before Scream. That's the thing. Are they?
0: Yeah. Oh, Then
1: I'm completely wrong. Yeah.
0: Are they really? Mm-hmm.
1: Right before Scream. So Scream,
0: Scream. Scream is a descendant of them.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like what we were talking about, Scream was a slap in the face to <sighs> all those movies. That goes my memory. Screams 96, Urban Legend, I think is... Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep's awesome.
0: I hate Bubba Hotep. Oh, Bruce Campbell's it so, so good. Well, Cabin, it's a weird one. Cabin Fever is listed as a comedy. Yeah. I don't... I, I can I see mean, some humor in it because it it's just
1: so silly. I liked. it. I'm like one of the few people who actually liked it because of the humor and because of, like you know, it was just weird storytelling.
0: Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I just watched that like a month or two, Shaun of Dead two is months good. ago. Um. Yeah. Now, now that I'm in the 2000s, like there's just a bunch of baghead. Um, you know, there's a bunch of crap. There's stuff like gutter balls and Zombie Strippers yeah. and Jack Books and like I don't know. Yeah, these were just like was... throwaway. You know, uh, yeah. Gor- Roger Corman type shit. They're
1: all yeah. That's all.
0: Uh, Zombieland.
1: Zombieland's good. Yeah, it's
0: a good horror yeah. movie. Uh, Tucker and Dale, of course. We already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, The Scream movies, Cabin in the Woods.
1: See, I'm really Um, looking forward to is uh, Tucker and Dale 2 and uh, Goons 2. Both of those are going to be, I think, will be fun sequels. I I think think Goon is one of the best.
0: The Goon, the hockey movie with uh, Sean William Scott, another movie. Straight to video, like, nobody has seen it. Yeah, no.
1: um, yeah, but hockey people and they loved it.
0: Uh, I saw two movies recently that uh, probably nobody has seen that outside the horror, uh, but I wanted to mention them to you. One I just saw, "Welcome to Me" with Kristen Wiig.
1: Oh, uh, oh okay, yeah, know, yeah, I've heard of it.
0: it. It's dark comedy, and right. uh, she has uh, she's dealing with multiple personalities, disorders. Yeah, okay. and she wins the lotto, and oh, wow. she wants to be Oprah Winfrey. So she wants to have a talk show host. So she wins the lotto and she just writes a check to buy a talk show. Wow. Yeah. And it, I was so entertained and I, I
1: love her. So it's, I love her too. And it's so funny. She's she's pumping out movies left and right. Fully naked in it. I don't care about that. Hey, you know, but I mean, you know, but it's like she's pumping out so many movies. It was like, you know, bridesmaids. So it was just kind of like one movie here. She was getting into, you know, getting off the TV. Maybe and, she know, realized
0: she's like, I'm a chick in Hollywood. My my uh, fame moves. lasts like four years. Got to fucking crank this shit out yeah. and, and, and now it's just check like, now.
1: now I was like, oh, she was in a bunch of movies. You know, yeah. no idea.
0: So, uh, so I love that. I I just watched that and I enjoyed that a lot. That was a surprise. Uh, the other big surprise. Have you even heard of this movie called First Nights? Clive Owen, Morgan Freeman. No. See, I don't straight think anybody has yeah, um, no it did have a theatrical release oh no, never heard of it uh it i'm pretty sure how had a, I, I looked it up well I then again it did have like a box movies office. do come and go so damn quick.
1: and right? this
0: one came and went yeah. um this it was a i thought it was a fantastic movie wow well, um so this is a movie about it's like medieval times and you know knights of the round table sort of thing different sure. kingdoms except uh it's it's like a Japanese director, uh, Chinese stuntman or, you know, fucking Japanese stuntman there. Uh, Morgan Freeman is, uh, in charge of one kingdom. He's obviously he's black. Um, then they've got this Muslim dude in charge of another kingdom. Like it is a melting pot of all these different races and like, and no one tries to fake, which is awesome too. No one tries to fake an accent uh, they just speak like, you know, if you're Muslim, you speak as your Muslim, you're Morgan Freeman, you speak as Morgan Freeman. The story is fucking tight. Like, mm. like what they have to do, the visuals and the effects were fucking spot on. Crazy. I couldn't believe I was so impressed with this movie. I, I looked at it and I was like, well, Clive Owen's fun. You know, I don't know. There'd be going to be some action. Deanna likes, uh, action movies, even if they don't have a plot. Um, so sometimes I rent these movies more for her right. and we will watch them. And if they're super bad, I just sit there on Facebook or I get up <laughs> and I just leave the room. Yeah. Um, and I was truly expecting like you she likes 15, medieval. Minutes and- yeah, she likes medieval times movies or medieval movies. Mm-hmm. So here we have Clive Owen action you know, stuff. We're going to get some killing and shit out of him. And Where then you written movies. Uh Redbox. You need a Redbox? Yeah. Well I have uh, Netflix. Um so like if I'm talking to you and you mention a movie and I haven't heard of it, I'll grab my phone and I'll put it in my Netflix queue immediately. And then um, you know, if something comes out this weekend or this week and it's new and I really want to see it, then I'll run down to Redbox and I'll pick it up. Almost always Redbox sends me coupons and if I can oh, yeah. rent something for like you know, 50 cents or like buy one, one and get one free four for 50 cents. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll, I'll, they have very strange coupons. I'll book it and I'll, I'll go get pick very, it up. They,
1: get, they give me some like rent one and get one for 50 cents and get another free. You're like, okay. I, I go through, a, but then of course it's, it's the, the old thing. It's, you know, you rent three movies, probably you'll, you know, have late fees or something. I don't know. That's their bad Nine. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I, I, really I, I don't bet. have that concept anymore of like, there's not a blockbuster or Hollywood video. Or like these video stores of, you know, back in the day where it's like you rent a movie for five days. After that, you might as well buy the movie because right. like day two, you owe $14. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Redbox, you're like, God, three movies for like two bucks. What the f-? I'm like, oh, then it's like probably about a dollar fifty or $2 a day. So that's what they're bank- banking on.
0: So like every three months, I'll pull up Box Office Mojo and I'll go through yeah. it and go through that's all the titles way. that are there. And then I will copy and paste those into Netflix. Um, so I, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember that. That's the Tina Fey movie, right. you know, WTF. I didn't watch it in theaters, but I want to see it. So I'll put it in my Netflix queue and it can, sometimes it can take months before it shows right. up. So like right now, and this is Deanna's problem is like, she sees something today. She forgot about it yesterday. Right. So there's 50 movies sitting for us to watch. And she's like, I don't know what any of this is. And I'm like, well, this is that movie with Tina Fey. You remember you saw the trailer for it. And she's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that she's just like, I I don't know about watching this, but, um, so first nights was just a movie that ended up in the queue and kind of stuck around. I thought she was going to dig it. I thought it was great. I recommend watching it. I, there's, there is uh, action. There's fantasy. There's um, not really, you know, horror, but there is gore to it. Uh, there's a dramatic story going on. Like they, they did not put together a crappy movie. They set out and made a good. It ain't Game of Thrones, but
1: yeah. so we didn't even talk about Game of Thrones. If this dude Holy had a Game shit, of Thrones
0: budget, like he, there's talent. There's right. a shitload of talent yeah. in First Nights cool. or Last Nights. Sorry, Last Nights with a K. K N I G H T S um yeah we didn't talk about game of thrones we didn't talk about the walking dead what are we at we're at, the, we're at an hour eight minutes
1: really really quick game of thrones unbelievable that's that's all there is
0: too. that's all there is to say about it is game of thrones unbelievable, unbelievable. i saw episode one i haven't seen episode two um we had no spoiler alert it's unbelievable so we're gonna watch so i think good. we're gonna watch episode two tonight um it's but so good it's, uh, it's crazy yeah i mean episode one was good and you know it'll continue
1: there are mini movies it's almost not fair to other you can't really to me you can't really compare i don't know they're
0: not complete stories in each movie like especially the last oh, no, no, no. one i don't or, mean it that way first but
1: it's a mini movie it's uh, it just you see these and it's just like oh my god there's just
0: so much going on
1: and there's just it's so well done mm-hmm. you know there's just there's uh hbo I mean, hbo is very smart to Throw in a ton, you know. They threw in a bunch of money for this stuff, but it's they're getting every penny.
0: On the it. other side of so well done is Fear of the Walking Dead. Which Fear the
1: is Walking so Dead welcome. yet again, and I uh, just had this discussion with a friend of mine. Uh, we went to a show uh, during Monster Palooza. Um, Fear of Walking Dead. I thought I I saw the commercial sport. I saw the trailer sport. I thought they were going to go to the where the shit came from. Where did the disease. Where did the zombie? Where did it start? How did it start? And so I was far, supposed to be it. It's none now of that is happening. Walking so, Dead. Another story. So it's just like Walking Dead Part Two. Perfectly fine and everything. i just
0: not what I was sold. No.
1: Uh, so like right now, it's like in the back of my mind, I'm like, now they've they've hit some of this like this lost thing. They're going back in time. They're you know giving these little you know helping out the backstory from some, you know certain characters. They need to go. To the place where the monkey ate the bat, or this the per- last, the, pers- the person fucked the tiger and tiger blood came out, and something started right. killing people, and then they came back to life. They have to go back to the original stuff, and it's like it, to me, it just it's killing me.
0: This last episode of the Walk or of Fear the Walking Dead is where they uh, they find the the plane is crashed yeah. and the couple the it is stranded on the raft and our heroes sort of whatever our <laughs> our team finds that raft yeah and up until the la- the final scene i was like this is the last episode of this show that i'm ever going to watch i'm mm-hmm. not i'm taking it off the dvr list this show is a piece of shit mm-hmm. like there's nothing happening here yeah. because every time these fucking morons have seen that armageddon has happened yeah. they've got a good thing going on a boat and they're just like Let's save everybody. Yeah. We'll bring them on the boat, even though we only have enough food for like three days for us. But that's okay. I'll let my family die. Right. And um, the logic here, like I understand, you want to, you know, you want to be compassionate. I get it. You want to try and save people, but mm. you're on a fucking boat with a limited supply of food and water. Yeah. You can't bring the the world aboard. So the moment that you know, there. Mm. I don't necessarily want to spoil it, but. The raft is going on, and I was just like, "There's just no fucking way." I'm yeah. watching the show. Ever a lot again. of it. Then, when the captain did what he did at the end, I went, yeah. "They just bought another episode. I'll now <laughs> watch the he, well, next he's, episode."
1: He's absolutely amazing. The the guy that they hired, the, the, the actor is good. Yeah, the actors he's good. so he's good, solid, yeah. and it's such a good story. Uh, it's a good storyline for him. The guy who plays really...
0: the father on the show is one of the best actors in Hollywood, yeah. and they are not using no, him right. Really. He no. is, he he's has so played, wimpy, wimpy, he was in the Mummy and the Mummy returns. He was in blow like that dude. If you look at his career, yeah. you have seen him in everything and you didn't know you've seen him in right. everything. Like he fucking morphs in a character. And what's crazy he is a Johnny Depp. He's one of the best actors that is working and what's crazy is in Hollywood period today. And, and they use him like he's fucking Ward Cleaver. Yeah and he's just not like he shows up and reads lines he's yeah. so underused in that yeah. show and it's
1: it's so weird because it's such a one-dimensional character it's like they have to do something with him quick or kill him off unfortunately because it, he's still like you said he's still way too
0: they ain't going to kill him off no i
1: know but it well you never know cliff it's, curtis that's yeah cliff curtis says. Um, which he doesn't even, you know, look like a Cliff Curtis. No, and not at no, all. No, I mean, nothing against the name Cliff Curtis. No, I you, know what you mean. But when you see him, it's like he's darker, you think, oh, you know.
0: He's got to be Muslim or something or um, whatever. But
1: he's from New Zealand. Oh, yeah, he was in
0: Last Nights as well. I forgot. That's right.
1: But he's you know, he's from New Zealand, and he's, like, literally from the streets. So the way he talks, he, you know, he has accent. It's like that weird, I forget what they even call the New Zealand like he's he's like from a gang family basically yeah he looks like he's, and, he's
0: muslim he's indian he's mexican just, he's so
1: but he does so many things and so many you know crazy stories where he just blow just like the two or three scenes that he's in mm-hmm. holy shit you believe that he was him you know it's like so good oh, he
0: was him yeah um he was in training day collateral damage he was in three kings uh, Three Kings, he
1: was unbelievable.
0: Six Days, Seven Nights. Totally forgot about him in that. Oh, I like that I movie. I think everybody. That's a, that's a fun movie. I don't know Go why. Away. That's Horrible. a fun. Horrible. It's a silly fun movie. Horrible. Um, but anyway, yeah, they're totally
1: underusing him. Um, and, and again, it's just like watching Talking Dead. I think, you know, even Chris, like, they're really pushing the whole. Well, you remember it just happened. You're like, right. But at the same time, it, it comes down to. It comes down to, like you were saying, you're on a boat, you have limited everything. You can't save you know, everybody, but it's like so many people are like, oh, I can't believe he did that. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so when that person comes on the boat, okay, let's get that person on the boat. Right. And guess what? Now you don't have anything to drink, but you put them on the boat. So right. you just sit there and you're like, you're not thinking that. And it's like It's not like anti-human or i'll oh, kill that person or whatever like rick and those people are but they're farther into the you know this whole uh this whole future world with zombies but it's just like you sit there and you're like no i want to eat tomorrow my other i let three people <laughs> on the boat i have no food tomorrow
0: my other big problem with the show So you just
1: sit there and you're like well oh, hmm.
0: the uh the captain is yeah. he, he gets everybody on the boat and he's like the plan is we're going to go to san diego right and now the plan is we're going to mexico right why didn't you just start with, we're going to Mexico?
1: No, because he's meeting. No, because like the backstory. Did you see the episode? Yeah, you saw No, you I mean haven't like... seen.
0: The, I haven't seen this past week's episode. Okay, so I'm time. one episode behind. Yeah. But
1: it's in there. Uh, but the backstory is there. So Andy, there's a freak you out.
0: There's a reason he doesn't need to yeah. tell them, like, we're, let's go to Mexico. Right. Because if you would have told them, let's go to Mexico from the get go. You have to watch this episode. All right, fine. All right, all right. Don't don't spoil it. I'll watch no. the episode. I'll see what the what the what I'm being the, paged. What? So you're being paged. All right. So it's about the time, I guess. Yeah, I guess already. so. So have already
1: added for like an hour, another hour, and I thought it was going to be a quick one from the last last
0: time. It's an hour fifteen. It is quicker yeah. than the last time. So I'm Vince Roca.
1: Uh, this is Martin Bailey.
0: For more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.